You don't have to be positive all the time. It's perfectly okay to feel sad, angry, annoyed, frustrated, scared, and anxious. Having feelings doesn't make you a negative person. It doesn't even make you weak. It makes you human. And we are here to talk through it all. We welcome you to These Fucking Feelings Podcast, a safe space for all who needs it. Grab a drink and take a seat. The session begins now. What is up, guys? Welcome to These Fucking Feelings Podcast, season 2.5. Our first episode is our premiere episode. You're watching us on April Fool's Day, so you can see that not Janet Jackson, not Janet Jackson, and Crystal isn't Janet Jackson either. So I was just April Fool's in y'all. April Fool's, guys. <laughs> but we got someone better than Janet. Damn. See, now I'm about to get canceled by the Janet people. We're going to keep rolling, though. <laughs> but we can talk about young Maddie. Maddie's actually our co-host for our premiere episode. And I'm going to say co-host because you're sitting in that third chair. You don't just get to answer questions. You can ask questions mm-hmm. as well. So understand that it's okay. You're leading this. Okay. You know, we're here for you. Okay, so that's why we're going to see co-host. My other co-host, brand new for the season, over here, Rebecca Sealy, but not of Sealy, Sealy, no relation. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, it's, it's a funny joke. We work together. I'm not going to finish it because I'm not giving no free plugs. If you want us to say what we're talking about, then come sponsor us, Okay. Bam, we're going to take it back there behind the booth. That is uh, Crystal. Crystal is our producer this season. She's kind of going to be on and off. Sometimes she'll be in on the interview. Sometimes she won't. But the reason that she is going to be on the interview today is because young Maddie here is her daughter. Wait, I think I can give y'all a round. She just broke the whole microphone. Can you do a test for the people? <laughs> Hello. <laughs> so, um, Be More is still a big part of our podcast. Um, however, life has kind of been the thing that kind of kept us from always being available to you guys because life happens. And she's just, ooh, I'm over here burping on national <laughs> internetism. Um, I'm over here burping. She's just living, she's going through life right now. So unfortunately, she couldn't be here. But we still got our young co-host, Miss Maddie, over here. And then um Rebecca, new this season. Really new this season. <laughs> Go ahead and take it away, Rebecca. Uh tell us a little bit about yourself. And why it's important for you to be here on this podcast. It's funny because that's the first time you've asked me that question. We've done a few interviews and some fun stuff, and you know, it's chats here and there, and you've never asked me to tell people about myself. So now I feel like on the spot, and I don't really know what to say because I kind of threw that thought out the window. You see, you got to remember, though, I am like life. I'm going to come at the right time. Yeah. And yeah. <laughs> wink, wink. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, I don't know if we've said in this cut whether or not that Crystal has five children. 
I don't know if we said that in this cup. I didn't. She does. Look, I didn't because it wasn't relevant at the time. Yeah. Because we felt like we needed to bring the kids in here because Madison's a child, but they not here. So forget them. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like yeah. they could have even been here to support and we could have shout them out real quick, but they didn't come do that. So they didn't need to be talked about. Yeah. We will learn about them in another episode. Yeah. But I had to say that because um, like Crystal, I have children as well, and they're a big part of who I am. Um, so in asking about myself, I have to say I have three children, um, 20, 19, and Tec- 16. Technically, you got four. Yeah. yeah. Five, really? Yeah. But. Um, she has two, two stepchildren. I do have two step- And they grown, so she don't be counting them. Yeah, well, I do have two stepchildren. He's absolutely right. So I kind of have five children too, Crystal. Ah, so she's not the only. Oh no, I'm just playing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But I am happy to be here as the co-host for this season. Um, Like you said, life happens, so I may or may not be on every episode. But I am happy to be here on this particular day, not only because Madison is part of the the team here today, but because it is the premiere episode for this season. So thank you for Micah for having me. And um, I, I know we doing a whole bunch of introductions and Madison's just sitting over here awkward, but <laughs> we just kind of wanted to keep her where she's used to being for the moment. And the reason I say that is because we just have to give a little quick shout out to Rebecca Height, who we had a really, really dope interview with it, with it, Lord, with her, Rebecca girl, you know, my mind is flying. I just, but I just want you to know that we kind of bumped your episode because I felt like this episode is the reason for this podcast because we're a voice for everybody. Rebecca, you kind of are at the point of your life where you're able to give advice. So even though your episode is going to mean a lot, it, it's not showing the hurt and pain that we were going to see in this episode. And I felt like we want it to be the truth that we say we are. So because of that, I kind of thought it'd be really dope to have Madison come in, right? Because Madison is not your average 15-year-old girl. Because if she tell me one more time, you know, when you're younger, you don't think about this, you are young. Mm-hmm. Okay? You're 15. Yeah. So it's okay to remember your younger self, but don't forget, you're still young. Yeah. Don't give it away yet. Don't be so quick. To remember the time when you're young, you know? Mm-hmm. So Madison's at 15 and probably, I don't know, I say everybody in life probably has been bullied in one way or another. Do you agree? Absolutely. And I hate to be so inclusive, but I feel like the world, that's what they're fighting for, to be inclusive. So go ahead and tell your truth. You were bullied in one time or another by somebody. We all know what it feels like. And things like that cause trauma, you know? So Crystal came into my life about a year ago. And for the last year, I have known about Madison being bullied, right? Now, Madison is a lot like her mother, Crystal. (laughs) Except for the point that Madison would have already been arrested already. Because Crystal wanted to... uh, I got it, girl. I was quick. (laughs) I was quick because you wasn't quick last time. Sorry, y'all. I thought I turned my ring off. It didn't. But if Crystal Madison was like her mom, she'd be in prison. And I'm going to tell y'all why. Your mama has killed, in her mind, 
every single person that has ever done anything to hurt you <laughs> over and over again. You know, mm-hmm. the love that she has for you is amazing. So we're going to go through this interview and it's going to be a little uncomfortable because I'm going to ask you a 15 year old to kind of dig in some mm-hmm. places because that's me. Rebecca is here to help me not be so much of a me. I'm not saying that's the only reason she's here, but that's the reason why I need her here. <laughs> because once again, Madison is 15. So I keep saying it for the audience. Remember, in this conversation, our co-host is 15. Right? But I say it. It's funny. But even in this episode, people are going to have some negative to say about all of this. Mm-hmm. Which is still essentially bullying. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm saying it for them, but I'm also saying it for you. Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Crystal, go ahead and tell us a little bit about your daughter. <laughs> um, I don't know why everybody loved me this morning. <laughs> We're going to try to figure this phone out. Why, Crystal, is it okay if I just try to turn my ring off? Is that okay with you? I'm sorry, people. We're about to be live and authentic. And this I will consider very unprofessional. <laughs> and Rebecca's over here shaking her head like, you sit here and gave that big speech about all of us turning off our ringers and your phone to ring 12 times. But I thought I did, Rebecca. I promise. Uh-huh. I thought I did. So, um, sorry. It's okay. Crystal, let's introduce Maddie to the world. Um, Madison is one of a kind person um, from the time she was born. Uh, she was born with purple eyes. Um, that's why you so much into that stuff. Okay. Yep. She's always brought smiles to people's faces. Um, we had to move from South, South Colony to a new school district. And I've just seen a change from both different schools of that school to compare to this school. It has to be so horrible, right, to, like, see the light diminish in your child. Definitely. I don't – I'm not a father. I give y'all – y'all know me. I ain't going to be no father because – okay, that's a different episode. <laughs> but seriously, to, to mothers, I was thinking the other day um, someone have to bury their kid, you know, and it was like, damn, that has to be deep to see her have to bury your kid. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> so to see the light diminishing your daughter, I just wanted to say – it sucks that you as a mom has to go through that. So that, I kind of that's kind of what bullies don't realize how much of a touch you have on a person's world. And right. I'm saying you think you're just bullying Maddie, but you're also bullying her mom now too. And her siblings, all 26 of them. <laughs> go ahead, Crystal, take it away. Um, it is more of as a parent, you're pissed off that you have no control over it. Right. You can't go and kick the shit out of another 15-year-old because you're older and you're a parent. Right. And, and if you do, society's going to look down on you. <laughs> exactly. But uh, we'll still stand in their bedroom and feel the same way. I would do the same thing. Right. And Maddie is totally, <laughs> totally different than me. Right. Because I would have probably kicked the shit out of the... People that were bullying me were right, hurt. Hold up. I'm going to pause you real quick, right? Because we actually, before we get there, we're going to let Madison tell a little bit of her own story. Okay. And and, and sorry. Oh, no, no. <laughs> um, I don't really know where to start. You're 15. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, see, my mom, yeah, she says that 
I'm different than her. It's just I'm not scared to stick up for myself. Is I don't want it to lead to something else, like violence, because I hate violence. Okay. Something I cannot stand. And just, I don't really think that they don't notice that they're, like, harming, like, mentally harming, like, me. Like, I think it's more that they want to make themselves feel good instead of kind of, like, looking out for others in a way. It's really sad that you have to, like, feel that way at 15. But what's even sadder is that all of us in our lives have probably felt the same way at 15, mm-hmm. right? Which is mm-hmm. crazy because mm-hmm. what we're doing now is we're trying to break that, you know? Yeah. So that someone like you, your child, don't have to experience this, right? You don't see, you don't want no kids? I want, I trust. <laughs> I, I don't want none either, girl. But, um, so Rebecca asked the question, when did you feel like the bullying began? Sixth grade. Okay. Yeah, but yeah, definitely sixth grade. It's just I didn't really realize it was bullying. So things happened before the sixth grade, but you just didn't know it was bullying? Well, I mean, sixth grade is when I moved to the new school, and Colony was way different than my school now. I mean, there was, like, drama. There was, like, fights between me and my friends and Colony, but it wasn't as bad as the things that happened here. Like, there was no death threats. There was no, like... There's no writing names on bridges. So someone has threatened to kill you? Yeah, pretty much. Okay, maybe we should have had some kind of professional up here. Rebecca, take it away. <laughs> uh, did you notice, Crystal? Yeah. Okay, sorry. You did. Okay. No, no, no. Because I kind of want to get back to Madison. Mm-hmm. But right now, I was like, I want everybody to talk. It's really, really, like, messed up that you mm-hmm. have to feel this way, right? Yeah. And it's kind of crazy because this is our premiere podcast. And I don't even know if we're doing this right. Mm-hmm. Because we kind of been together all morning. You know? Yeah. Because as you see, we have to kind of redesign <laughs> our, our studio. And then um, someone might have taken an edible. Madison. And um, I'm just playing. I'm just oh, playing, 15. people. It was me. It was me. <laughs> and um, was kind of too high. And then uh, I pissed off Rebecca. And <laughs> look, again, um, but I think that's we're learning that we're different, but and we can love each other through that, right? Yeah. Seriously. Yeah. But I want to go back to something Madison did just say um, about the fact that they they do this to make themselves feel better. Mm-hmm. And not realize what they're doing to the other person. I think that at your age, that's a really profound thing to know. Um, you know, it's crazy though, it's because she's been going through it for so long. Yeah. And that's the sad part of it. Yeah. And I know at sixth grade, you had mentioned earlier that, you know, it went from being garbage thrown on you um, in name calling and now you just mentioned death threats Mm -hmm. and so forth um at what age were you when the death death threats began uh probably the beginning well maybe during the summer of this last year so Uh before ninth grade 
And maybe at like a little bit at the end of eighth grade is when like it started really getting foul. And there was like a lot of stuff that like took a hold of me. Mm-hmm. So and it wasn't even just like the the bullying. There was like also other things because life happens that were like kind of like pulling me under constantly. Mm-hmm. So it's just like pulling you under like what do you mean by that mentally so mm-hmm. like there is points and times where I just wanted to like stay in my bed and th- I did do that because I because it got it got it got better but like there's times I didn't want to like hang out with anyone and I felt like I had no one now just because I have to ask have you ever felt like you wanted to harm yourself or anybody else not anybody else. I mean, there there was times where I'm like, I don't deserve this. I don't like deserve to be alive. But I never really, you know, did anything because I like I know it wouldn't just harm me. It would harm other people around me that care for me. So now, but let's take them away, right? You know what you're worth, mm-hmm. or are you still trying to find that in yourself? And it's crazy to access to a 15 years mm-hmm. old, 15 year old, because it took me 86 years to finally learn who I kind of am, right? Mm-hmm. But, um, like, do you know that you need to be alive for you? Yes. Yeah, okay. I do know that. Forget your family. Mm-hmm. You know, they... And I'm not saying forget them. I'm just saying for this point right now, know at this moment that you are worth every life being that is in your body. Mm-hmm. And you're here today because you're going to bring light to the world. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So, if you ever feel differently, talk to your mom. Mm-hmm. Feel like you can't talk to her. There are numbers that you can call. I forgot, what was it, pound six six? Sorry, I remember six six. I'm not going to lie. I am going to look it up, and we're going to play it. Wherever right now, you should be seeing it right now. There are people out there that you can talk to if you ever feel like taking your own life. Okay, cool. It got serious for a moment. Let's go back to the beginning, because this is like our 500 take, <laughs> because I'm like an idiot. But um, because I'm an idiot. but she was talking about her childhood in the previous take. And I kind of wanted to go back to that where you didn't care and you were free and life was happy. Yeah. Let's talk about it. I just feel like I didn't really realize, like, like I said before, realization really started to happen when like the people around me were also changing. Like when I was like 12 or like 10, I didn't really worry about like, who I was and like I like was like focused on like having fun like you were just being who you were yeah I would like have ice cream with my friends like every day after school because I feel like I don't know why but like weather was warmer than I don't know how to put it and, like, <laughs> at that time your life yeah, weather was warmer it was warmer because you were happier yes I just it was just like it's good that you, you was not a care that warm and happiness mm-hmm. you like remember that yeah okay but good sorry there was, like, not a care in the world. Like, I didn't have to worry. Like, so it was kind of crazy because growing up kind of legit changed your life, mm-hmm. right? Crazy. It's been, like, what, five years? I know. Everything it's, changed. It's almost ridiculous. So, but I think you kind of said that you felt like the people around you started changing. Uh-huh. So what what did you mean by that? Crystal, also, as a mom, you do have the opportunity to stop me and be like, don't answer that question because I don't have no kids. I don't know how far I go. Rebecca. Okay. As a mom, you had the right to mm-hmm. be like, no. Mm. 
Maddie, <laughs> as my co-host, Rebecca's co-host, and someone that your mom is producing, you have the right to answer mm-hmm. or not answer whatever yeah. the hell you want to. You know? Mm-hmm. I'm never going to say you disrespect your mama. So if she tell you not to answer something, and you do it, and you get a spanking later, <laughs> that's between y'all. <laughs> okay? But if you want to answer it, answer it. But it's a consequence. Yeah. Okay. Rebecca? I was just thinking, if we could just, for our viewers, I just wanted to kind of give them a clearer idea of what it's like for you. Not so much when you began getting bullied, but more of like what it's like just in a moment when you're being bullied, Mm -hmm. what it's like for you in that very moment, how you're feeling, um, what thoughts run through your mind and what you do with yourself in that moment. Mm -hmm. Well, I've noticed when... Because a lot of the things that happen, they do say to my face or over the phone. I just find myself kind of like, I kind of like dissociate from myself. I kind of just, I don't know. I just, I just want to cry because I feel like I'm not loved by so many people. And I feel like my outgoing personality just makes everyone annoyed. So it's like, I kind of just. There, I know there are people at my school that do like me and that do, like, care for me. It's just the people that make fun of me, they just don't really care, like, at all. Like, if I did if I did something to myself, they wouldn't care. But we're going to stop talking about that, right? <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your grandpa is telling you that. <laughs> before, for real, before we, I, we go any further, I, I kind of want you to know that the, the sad thing about bullying is that the person receiving the mm-hmm. bullying, I guess, um, always feels like it's their fault. Yeah. Right. It's like, you know, you're like, I'm outgoing and get some people's nerves. No, it's just people aren't at the age to know what it's like. Well, they are. I don't It's really hard for me to interview you right now. And I'm yeah. sorry. I'm this is a tough topic. It is. it is. It's a tough topic. And then I don't have kids. And there's so much I want to say, but it's easy for me to say that. And I'm in my forties. Mm-hmm. Right. So I know that I'm asking you to be a real adult right now. You're probably being more an adult. Like, people are probably watching this like, he is a damn fool. Come <laughs> back. I get better. But um, really, uh, it, it's, 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 you have to love yourself. Mm-hmm. And we can ask you, do you love yourself? And you can say, yeah, but you don't. Yeah. You know? Mm-hmm. And the reason why I say that is because you still feel that you're the one that's guilty. Mm-hmm. You know? And I can tell that in this moment. And we may be moving a little fast and I'm sorry, but I just need you to know that like you have to do what it takes to love you. Yeah. Right. Because then the people around you who don't love you don't matter. Yeah. Like everybody is not in this world to love each other. It's kind of why we're in the situation that we're in, you know, because every it's, I gave them a story the other day about these two women picking on me and CBS the other day. And it's like, really, you just need to mind your business for real. People just need to mind their business. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? It was like, if it doesn't work for you, cool. Just go the other way. Mm-hmm. You know, I think about airports, right? And it's crazy, okay? <laughs> you go to an airport, a big airport, and you see every 
different race, every color, every size, every gender spectrum, every community. Uh, you know, it's like you see all these people like cohabitating for this moment. Mm-hmm. Because why? They worried about getting their flight and getting where they need to go. They don't have time to think about nothing else. Right. But of course, the airport is not a perfect world. You do have people who disturb. But really, it's like we need to learn to live in our spaces and what we're comfortable in. Yeah. So we're always trying to change the things around us. And you need to know you can't change the things around mm-hmm. you. The only thing that you can change is you. Mm-hmm. Right. And it's really, I feel like it's so stupid to say this to a 15 year old, but I don't know if anybody's ever said this to you. I feel like you need to hear it. You might not understand it right now, but it, it's, you are you. Mm-hmm. You have your family, you know, the people love you. Cool. But you, you still you. Yeah. You know, it's kind of like we have to learn to be comfortable with who we are as an individual first. Mm-hmm. And then when you do, you start to see that the people who, lo- who don't love you are not supposed to love you. It's not their purpose on this earth. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Our purpose is to love each other, but it ain't to love all. And there is a difference. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and that's my interpretation. I'm not preaching as no preacher, even though I am an ordained minister. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. No, I just want you to know I'm such you not because I'm a predator. (laughs) (laughs) But because I feel like there's love in hand. Yeah. You know, and Mm -hmm. I want you to feel the love coming from me. Yeah. Because you're you're saying a lot of things that break my heart because I was you. You know, Rebecca was you. Mm -hmm. You know, your mom, I probably feel like was the bully, but she would press kids right. in the bathroom. Because right. yeah. your mom is kind of a bully now. But, um, sorry, I don't mean that. Maybe we'll edit that part out. Maybe <laughs> but, um, you know, sometimes I, you might have to get violent. Sorry, I don't mean to interrupt. Yeah. No. No. No, no, no. I'm, no. I'm totally kidding. There's I'm never to- a lower Rebecca child. <laughs> I, I was just, I was kidding. But I wanted to tell you about a situation where I was bullied. Um. If I would think it was sixth grade also. Um, and y'all, I, y'all over here making my number six, uh, like, um, sound real bad. Six is not bad. There is nothing wrong with six. Six, don't let these people make you feel uncomfortable. What? Continue. Oh my God. Okay. Yeah. So sixth grade, and I wore a turtleneck to school that day. And I was, I I remember pulling it down and showing my friends because my glands were really swollen. Mm -hmm. And so that was the reason I wore the turtleneck. And so I overheard um, one boy, one of the boys in the, in my grade saying that I had hickeys all over my neck, just kind of spreading that around. And I was like, obviously I don't have hickeys all over my neck. Mm -hmm. So I was really... That wouldn't have been a bad rumor for me. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I was really annoyed by that. Um, So I... Okay. I just want you to understand one thing. So just about Rebecca, because she don't... Like, she got three kids, but she don't want no one to even believe she has sex yet. So that's the kind of person she is. Yes. Yes. So (laughs) I took the opportunity... now. We do not believe in violence. Absolutely not. That's not the way to handle situations. And I love that Madison doesn't like violence. I love that about you. That's great. But in the heat of this moment, I now in our lockers at this age, there were 
they were stacked two, one on top of the other. And his locker was on the bottom. So he was actually bent over getting something out of his locker. And, you can't and it was a perfect opportunity. I could not pass it up. Yes, you could. No, I couldn't. And I was so angry that he was spreading these stupid rumors. And, and it was obviously not true. So he, there it was. I picked up my foot and I kicked his butt and his face fell into the top of the locker and cut the top of his nose. And did I feel bad? Maybe for a minute or two, but he didn't say anything about me anymore. Yeah. But how is he living now? What's that? How is he living now? He's fine. And we're friends. Oh, on Facebook, and we see each other in in public. If you know, down in the neighborhood, he owns but, his own business. And but you know that that situation could have been different, right? Now I do, but yeah. at the moment I didn't. So, so I'm not just, saying I, that that's the best way no, to no, handle I, I it. I get it. I just want to make sure that people know we there are consequences of Absolutely. all of our actions. Absolutely. And, and fortunately, yours wasn't that bad. Right but now, kids are bringing guns to school. So I agree with you. Violence like, is definitely not right. okay. No, and we see it's kind of crazy because it's like, you know, Martin Luther King was a lot about um um peace, you know? Mm-hmm. And then Malcolm X was kind of like about the by any means necessary. And they're kind of both right. Yeah. You know, but I think where people kind of get confused about Malcolm X is that and I'm paraphrasing, I don't know it all. I'm kind of just going off things I read and how I interpret things. But he kind of was saying by by any means necessary that you can go as far as someone brings it to you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it's and it kind of like that makes sense because if someone comes and attacks you, you just can't sit there and be attacked. Yeah. Right. And that's kind of how you feel as being bullied is that you're being attacked. And you, you are. In a way. And you are being attacked. But Let's just remember, though, that unless someone physically harms you, you shouldn't physically harm them. And people shouldn't go around physically harming people. That's another kind of, like, trauma in itself. Right. And no. um, she don't kick me a couple of times, too, y'all. So. Well, you know, I, I don't know if I should have shared that story. But no, my shouldn't. point behind that story was that he I didn't know at that age how else to make him know how he was making me feel. Right. Or that what he did was wrong, even though, you know, it was just a rumor. And, you know, at the time it was a big deal to me. And so at the moment he knew after that, that how he made me feel. So you brought up the sixth grade too. So this like, is this your first memory of being bullied or is this just a memory of you? No, that actually is my first memory of being bullied. So this is kind of like your first time being bullied, but I guess it's just weird because I feel like your first response was kind of like, Violence a little bit, right? Yeah. And but why? Is that something you've seen in the past? Or like- no. No. I, I think it was just a reaction more of and than anything. It was just there. The opportunity was there. I am not an, a violent person. That's- she, she just kicked me two minutes ago. <laughs> that is not how I handle things. No, no. And and I'm asking the questions and I agree. She's not a violent person. And then I, I'm not gonna sit here and tell a person to use violence. Don't use violence. Because people are people when they're going to do what they want to do, right? Bullying is a serious thing. And and much like Madison said, she laid in bed a few times, felt like, you know. You're depressed. Yeah. You know. Really takes a toll. Right. So now, what what do you do about the bullying? Like, well. So you go home and you talk to it with your family. Yeah. And then your mom gets upset and yells. 
Does that make you feel so like she maybe, wants to kick his ass? Yeah. <laughs> but does that ever make you feel like you shouldn't tell her everything, or is do you ever not tell her everything? I I always tell my mom everything. I I have like I'm very open to my family, especially my mom, because I think I trust her more than anybody else in my household. So is that something you would tell other viewers, like viewers, other girls like you, that you should be very open? With your mom, maybe that would help them through. You know, that's really yeah. good advice. I I think that finding someone that you truly trust and you you truly are just like, I, okay, I always thought of my mom like a, a second half of me. Okay. Like my heart, half of my heart is hers, basically. Mm-hmm. And so I think you need to find someone that you truly <laughs> trust and just tell them everything because you know that they'll always be there for you right so i just think to find that person yeah yeah trust is a very big thing for me so but even you have so you have this amazing system system but yet it still makes you feel like you don't want to live sometimes yeah so i don't know sorry guys i just kind of feel like a horrible person because she's 15 but um it's okay to tell me, remember, that you're not comfortable. Because my thing is that, so there's still something missing. Yeah. Because you're still, in order for you to feel like, and I'm saying this because there's been time in my life where I did felt like I didn't want to live no more shit. I think I felt like that the other day, right? So I still go through those times that is like, you know, I, I felt like it was like, oh my God, like my mom would suffer and so many people would suffer. But then it's also like, but, like, damn dumb, I'm tired. I hope you don't feel that way at 15, but it sounds like you do, right? Mm -hmm. But so, like, what's missing? Is there something? I don't know. It's such a deep question, and I feel like most adults can answer it. And Mm -hmm. so that's why I'm hesitating, right? (laughs) But because I feel like even with the support system that you have at home, you still have moments where you're depressed. Mm -hmm. And um, we're going to talk about those because I feel like you need to. But so it's, there's still something missing. Yeah. You know, and it's like, we need to discover what's missing. Yeah. So that you can, it's, it's really fucked up to say, sorry, but it's, it's fucked up because it's like bullying is not going to stop. Yeah. People are talking about it. We have anti-bullying laws and, um, you know, these, these moms against bullies and, you know, yeah, but it's bullies are going to exist uh-huh. until people decide to actually like sit down at home and have conversations with their kids that clearly your mom has with you. It's not going to change. Yeah. You know, and it's like, that's not what this episode is about. Cool. We're talking about bullying. But you're still feeling like something's missing. And the reason why I say that, because you still don't know your value. And are you supposed to know your value at 15? I believe yes. Mm-hmm. You know, because even in this little conversation, as dysfunctional as it is, someone's going to get something out of it. Yeah. But what are you missing? Is it hard? Do you know? Like, what do you need? Like, you need something. Is it that you just need the bullying to stop? I don't even I don't even think it's the bullying anymore. I mean, yeah, bullying has a big impact on who I am. It's just there is like points during like let's say a week. There's like sometimes I some days I'm like so like energetic and happy and then one little thing could go wrong and it just drains me like a test. Like my I get a bad grade. And it's just like, I could have done better. Like, that is going to haunt me for the rest of the week. It's it's, it's kind of crazy because honestly, for real, 
I, and my idea when I had you on was to have a professional here because I really do think that you need a professional. Yeah. And I'm not saying this in a fucked up way, Crystal. <laughs> yeah, I know because like I, I'm all for therapy. Rebecca goes to therapy. Like mm-hmm. I'm for it. Sometimes you just need someone else to talk to. But and he's not saying you need yeah. therapy. No, I am saying per that se. You, I, I am saying <laughs> I am saying that you need therapy. Okay. No, no, and I'm, but the reason why I'm saying that is because. Well, first of all, what you like, oh, I can't diagnose you and I won't because I can't. Yeah. I, but there's like there you fit in a category, mm-hmm. you know, and there's somebody that can help you with that category you fit in. Yeah. I, and I say this as a person who went to therapy. See, I didn't have a voice for a really long time. I had no voice. Mm-hmm. I let the world take away everything from me, you know, and the messed up people in this world, the bullies. My whole life was like, and I just didn't have no voice. Yeah. And then I found it. And now I won't shut up. And people watch this episode and see that that shit is true. Like, he will not shut up. Right? <laughs> but Because I have a lot to say. Yeah. Because if I would have had someone say this stuff to me when I was little, then maybe I would think about things differently. And my life wouldn't have been so traumatic. Mm-hmm. So, essentially, that's what we want to do here. We need to change trauma. Right? Yeah. But... So you you have like highs and lows. Yes. But quick highs and lows. Uh-huh. There's a category. There's like a method that you can follow to help you with those kind of things, you know? Yeah. But it still all kind of comes down to self-love. I promise I'm going to shut up. Rebecca, <laughs> it's like, I got so much to say to you because it's like, but I say this now at being my age, being bullied at your age, but not having the experience. Does yeah. that make sense? Yes. Like, it's easy for me to say this to you, uh-huh. but I am in my 40s. Yeah. You're still 15. Uh-huh. I live so much more in life than you ever have. Yeah, even though you live so much. Mm-hmm. So I want to give you all this advice, but I feel like I can't. But I still feel <laughs> like I can because the, the thing that I kind of want you to grow from is kind of like your self-worth. You know, you know your family loves you. Yeah. You know, but that's family worth. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? There's At the end of the day, we all going to die. And you might be fortunate, <laughs> fortunate enough to live everybody, outlive everybody in your family. Yeah. It's just a sad truth. Right. I'm yeah. sorry. I know you're 15. But oh. when that happens, you can't be destroyed. Yeah. You can't be destroyed. Because if you're destroyed, all your lessons that you're going to teach people aren't going to be there. Mm-hmm. So we need to have a way that you find everything that you look for in everybody else for you to find that within yourself. And that's kind of what this season is about. And it's kind of what this show is about. It's like, let's get to that essence of what you're missing. Now, it's, it's, I told you, I'm so sorry because you're 15. And it's like, I kind of feel like you understand what I'm saying for real, for real. <laughs> you know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> because, you know, you're over here understanding at 15 that people aren't doing things to me because of me. They're doing things to me because of them. Uh-huh. You know, it, I just learned that last week. You know? <laughs> so, like, <laughs> you know? So, you're advanced in age. And it's sad that you have to be that way. Yeah. I hope that you're getting something from this. I really, really do. I'm sorry if you're not. That's why I'm going to let your mama ask you a question about anything. <laughs> um, it don't got to be about bullying. Just ask her a question. Just anything. a question? Yes. Yeah, the first thing coming to your mind. What makes you happy? Um, A lot of things. I mean, we have my best friends and then my family. And... There's just, like, little things that make me happy. Maybe, like, I like collecting things, like crystals and stuff. That makes me happy. Uh, Why crystals? I don't know. I just like, it's your mama name? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No. But, uh, no, there's just, 
just little things. Just the little things that make me happy. I know you like gum. How <laughs> <laughs> do you know that? Her mom is always buying this girl gum. Oh, yeah, gum. Extra spearmint. (laughs) She likes her gum. (laughs) Yeah, I love gum. Um, But So gum makes you happy? I mean, it makes me focus, if anything. So what are you you unfocusing on? Like, I, like, chew gum during the school day because it, like... And music. Music also makes me very happy. That's like one thing that... She sings amazing. Mm-hmm. I've heard it. Well, we, uh, Crystal, that was a big part of our conversation the other day. I believe if you make music in this world, then it's like you decided to like change the world. Right. You know? Right. So it was like, it's a big responsibility. And I think people are forgetting that. Music and mental health in a lot of ways go hand in hand. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, my husband turns to music whenever yeah. he has one of those emotional moments going on. Yeah. So. Yeah. But see, you're 15 uh-huh. and you're sitting here with three mental health professionals in our own world, in our yeah, own yeah. way. We may not have a degree, degree. But we got some degrees. <laughs> right. And I know that we're still missing something. We're missing part of the story. Yeah. Right. And it's because, you know, it's like you feel worthless. You feel like you're not supposed to be here. You feel like you want to die. You know, um, have you ever thought of hurting yourself? I mean, there is like, there is times where I'm like, yeah, there, yeah, so there is times, about- but I'm, they never really took over. But it, it's, but it happens. I like the way you put that. Yeah. Well, it is a cool way and, and we're glad, but even though it's a good point, now we just need to change that they don't happen at all, you yeah. know? So like what, it's such a such a deep question, you know, because it's like I'm now I'm talking to you from my soul, uh-huh. right? Because like I ache like that too. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd never. I'm so stupid. Like I, I was like, I was okay with dying. I just didn't want it to hurt, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so I didn't know how to make that happen. Yeah. So that was my dilemma, uh-huh. right? So because I really I consider that stuff so much, but it's like oh, I don't want to go through the pain, but. I've been through a lot of pain in my life. Mm-hmm. So it was like, I really don't want to do it. And that's just coming to come down to, but I had to like, what makes me want to do it? You know, what makes me, and, and it's tough when mm-hmm. people like make fun of your differences. I mean, do you feel like you're different than people? I mean, I don't really know how to put different. You know, what Right. I mean? And then that's why it was it's, hard for me to ask that it's question. Just, it's just, everyone is their own person and there's really nothing you can do to change someone unless like, I mean, I clearly changed from last year and like I've changed in the past two months. Right. I've met people and I've lost people. There's just like I feel like every little thing is like a chain reaction. And I feel like just everything happens for a reason, basically. Right. But nothing happens for a reason for you not to be here. Yeah. See that that it's crazy. But that's not your choice. Yeah. <laughs> you know? And it's crazy because it's, it's fucked up for me to say. That's not your choice today. Yeah. It's your choice. Not today. Mm-hmm. You know? And the crazy thing is there might be a moment in your life where you have to be at the, and ha- have that choice. and But you need to prepare for that moment. Now, do y'all understand what I'm saying? Am I going a little too deep? I was thinking <laughs> that maybe... um, Maybe a little... Deep, <laughs> I, but it's just, because it's like you still, you know, when's the last time you thought about 
killing yourself. You don't have to answer if you don't yeah. want to. Your mom's here. But when's the last time you thought of that? I mean, if not killing, harming. Th- I mean, there's, I feel like there's, when I'm always, I don't know how to put it, but when I'm thinking about that stuff, I just like, I just text someone. I just get my mind off of it. So I've never really kind of but really the last thought time? about it. Last time, I don't Probably last time people were making fun of me. Which was? A few days ago. Right. Yeah. It's just like, it's not like, it, they don't take over. No, and, and, and trust, they're, they're, I, there's nothing wrong with you having these feelings, even though there's yeah. something wrong with you having those feelings. Yeah. Right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, it's like, so it's like, don't feel shame. Don't, yeah. please, please, please do not feel shame. And we don't have to air none of this. Mm-hmm. I want you to know that we don't have to air a single part of this, okay? Because I know I'm acting like I feel like I'm forcing you to think like an adult, right? <laughs> but it's important because I want you to leave here with something, uh-huh. and I don't know what it is yet, but it's something you need to leave here with, yeah. And it's something that they need to leave here with if uh-huh. you decide that we can air this, right? But it's like you just felt this way the other day, and it's so easy to say they didn't take over, but what if they did? You know? Yeah. We we can't answer that. Uh-huh. You know, we feel like we can. You know, and it's kind of like the conversation was happy early about drugs. You know, right now you could probably look at me like I'm never going to do a drug in my life. But no, you will. You will. You know? Yeah. You will. It'll come to a point. And, but you have to know, like, it may not the, be until you're 40. Like me. <laughs> if I would have did this when I was young, I would have lived life. I ain't lived life. So I didn't know you could be this happy. And there I go promoting drugs. Just <laughs> weed. Um, it's legal. In some states, and the rest of y'all just suck. Um, <laughs> but no, I mean, same thing as you said a perfect thing. When I feel that way, I reach out to somebody, and that's very important. I never want you to stop that. Once again, like I said, there are hotlines, there are people out there that are professionals that know how to help with these situations. I'm gonna make sure your mama hat knows them numbers. You have a real amazing support system, and it sucks that you go through this, and we're going backwards now because we went forwards too quick (laughs) but because let's go back kind of rebecca asked earlier too like why do you feel like you're bullied i don't i don't think there is really a reason i just i mean people do dislike me why what are reasons that you heard you had to hear okay i have a lot of reasons uh uh I walked into French the other day, and then a girl from my class told me that one of my closest friends were talking bad about me and calling me annoying and stuff like that. Do you feel like you're annoying? I mean, there are times where I get too overgetic, over energe- energetic. There yeah, we go. Yeah. There we go. <laughs> I had to process that. But no, I, I know there's times where I talk a lot and I get too excited, and people do tell me that I'm being loud. Which kind of makes me not want to talk anymore. Right. And because don't those people's words, like we need to understand right now that it's okay. I'm energetic now. I don't talk yeah. for 30 minutes. You just talking now. We 50 minutes into this. <laughs> you know, but, but it's like, and I don't trust. I don't care with a soul. I do this at work. We could be in the middle of a meeting and they could tell us. The company's going under, and I'm over there like, well, where's the bagels? You know? <laughs> but um He's not lying. <laughs> because it's it's it, and that's why I said I it, I kind of said it before, it's like I I it's like I understand this part of your journey because I went through it, but I allow people to take my voice. Yeah. You know, and it's like 
There's nothing wrong with being energetic. Mm-hmm. It's nothing wrong with being loud. It's nothing wrong with talking and speaking your, you know, speaking your thoughts. And if people feel like that's annoying, then they ain't got to be around you. Yeah. When they feel like you're being annoying. Uh-huh. But don't ever, you know, it's like, don't question what you really feel like doing. Yeah. That's what you need to stop. Uh-huh. Doing. You, you know that movie Pitch Perfect? Yes. <laughs> and you know Amy? Uh-huh. Whenever somebody's bullying you like that, just think about her and how unique she is. And how she does not care no, she a single flipping minute what people think about her. And she is just so full of life and so amazing. And look where she is in life. You know what I mean? Yeah. I mean, I, I know she's just playing a character in that, but I have to wonder oh, if she's... Oh, you're talking about Rebel Wilson? Yes. Okay. <laughs> I I wonder if she's actually really like that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um. So, but whether she is or isn't, I mean, I think about her often because people look at her like she's crazy in those movies, Mm -hmm. but she just keeps on keeping on, you know? So the fact that you're here talking to everyone about bullying and what it does to you and what it has done to you is speaks volumes Mm -hmm. to how strong you are. And, um, I hope that after this, you feel stronger, um, and want to stand up against bullying in your high school in a more stronger way (laughs) and continue being you, you know, who cares if that girl thinks you talk too much Mm -hmm. talk girl, you have a voice for a reason and you, is that something you're learning? I learned that myself for sure. Right. Which, and, which he has. And I have recently ish. Learned it more. Yeah. I mean, we're going to grow every day. You said that we're not the yeah. same person we was yeah. yesterday. For you know? sure. We're not the same people we were in the beginning of this. Yeah. You know? you, when you got here, you was happy to be here. Now you're like, I don't know about this. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not I, true. And I hate to say it, but I, I have a feeling that, and I, and I, and I know from experience in some ways that no matter where you go, there's going to be someone who's trying yeah. to shut you up in a, in a way. Um, but I have a feeling you're not going to let them. Is any, for real, though, it's not about letting them. It's about knowing that sometimes you are supposed to shut up, right? <laughs> for real. It's just in life, right? Sometimes well, you're supposed yeah. to shut up. I mean, she's smart enough, I think. Right. Yeah. But you don't always have to shut up. And I kind of yeah. guess that's, like, the point, too. Um, because um, you, like, it's yours, you know? Yeah. Like, these are your thoughts. This is your energy. This is your your emotions, you know, and you are, you feel like you need to give it away. It's okay with that. Yeah. You know, I mean, it's like, you're, you're supposed to guard yourself and protect yourself. And those are conversations you can have with your mama. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but, oh, but it's still okay to be like the authentic you. Yeah. Like, it's like, you know, find a way to like, you know, I, I, I know when, even now I feel like I still know when people say something negative or like, judgmental is like for that moment i'm like you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. I mean, I'm, so i posted a tiktok last night and it was just it was funny because my mom um she asked where do thoughts go mm-hmm. when um like where do thoughts go like when you don't you know cause yeah. she had a thought she was gonna say something and she was like 
damn, I forgot. Like, and then she's like, where does, where do thoughts go? You know? And I was yeah. like, oh, that's a good question. So I, I made a little quick TikTok about mm-hmm. it. And it was funny. Someone left in the comments, why can't black people say the word ask? Because I guess I said asked without the K, yeah. you know, but it's like, the, it stood out to me because it's like, I'm not black, you know, mm-hmm. I don't have no problem being black, but I am what I am. Yeah. And what I am is biracial, you know what I'm saying? And you know, it's kind of like we get into that topic, but it's like, why did he associate one thing with something? But essentially, that's kind of like still bullying, you yeah. know, and it's kind of like the one thing I live with my whole life. I've always been too light skinned for black people and too dark skinned for white people, you know. So I went and I was hated by like a whole state, right? Because <laughs> I was just different in just every aspect, every kind of way. So I went through a lot of those dark moments like, I don't want to be here and I should kill myself yeah. and I'm going to jump off this table because I couldn't realistically kill myself. But I thought if I hurt my ankle, then I don't got to go to work for three days. You know, I mean, to work, to school. <laughs> you know? But, you know, it comes a time where you have to, like, learn how to shut out those voices. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you're going to grow a lot. You're 15 years old. Yeah. You know, this is a weird conversation to have a 15 with a fence for year old because you're 15 years old. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's a sad truth that we live in a world where this stuff goes on. Mm-hmm. You know, we live in a world where it's like, I mean, I feel like there's still bully now. So I feel like we work with some bullies, but, um, sure. <laughs> you know, it still, it still happens. But and if you're not a bully and you're not being bullied, but you see others being bullied, I think that's a, an important message to, to, to point out as well, that it's not okay. Nope. Right. Do something about it. Because I mean, you're making a person feel like they're not worth living. Exactly. You know, and I think that's the things that bullies don't know, like you said, because they're not thinking about what it does to you. Some kind of way is making them feel good. Mm -hmm. Horrible fact. It's a stupid reality. But it's something that you know. But do you really know that? I don't know. Right. It's like... (laughs) Yeah, I don't really know. Because you still feel hopeless at times. When it happens, that's what happens. You lose yeah. your hope. You know, it kind of goes like out the window. You know, it's like, you, you know, I'm feeling the, ugh. Yeah. You know, and it's like, cool, you reach out to people, which is dope. I'm kind of bringing it up again. Continue to do that. Reach out yeah. to people. You can reach out to me if you want to. <laughs> right. Um, You can reach out to Rebecca. You know, you're close with your mom. Cool. Mm-hmm. Yes, call your mom. You know. Crystal, I'm going to get to you in a minute because you've just been <laughs> over there quiet. But Rebecca has to. I'm sorry. I'm talking a lot. 53 minutes and we ain't get nowhere. We always knew that you were the talker. And yeah. if I try to talk, then I'm interrupting. So I don't know what to do. No, no. Interrupt. You got to interrupt. Because I want people to get something out of this, right? And I don't know if anybody's getting anything out of me talking. But are you getting something out of me talking? Yeah, I am. <laughs> okay. Because I, I don't know. I kind of want you to leave here with knowing that you're worth living. Uh-huh. You know, like, let's just start simply there. Okay. You know, you exist for a reason, mm-hmm. you know, and you have a sibling who didn't exist, you know? Yeah. So it, it's kind of sad, right? Like, that's fucked up, right? You know? Damn. So. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. It just it is. It is fucked up. Right so now. he tells you not to, to bring it up. <laughs> but no, because the point is that he didn't have no choice. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you have a choice, you know, and it's kind of like messed up the shit on people who don't have no choice when you take your choice, you yeah. know, because 
I really feel like it up to you whether you live or die. Girl, I done been hit by three trains. I done been in four plane crashes. Two got ran over by two cars. One of them, my third ex-wife. And I still look like this, right? Yeah. So clearly I'm here for a reason. Yeah. You know, you are too. Mm-hmm. No. Remember that you're beautiful. I'm going to tell you what I tell your mom. You, you are perfect. Mm-hmm. Right? You are perfect. Remember that. When you start to feel like you're unperfect, who are you comparing yourself to? I thought I was the only one you said that to. No. Because it's, it's the truth. Really, who are you I'm comparing sorry. yourself to? I, yep. No, it's, don't be sorry. You, <clears throat> this is for you, too. I called you the B word first. Um, <laughs> but you're perfect. Yeah. Who 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 are you comparing yourself to when you start to feel worthless? Because there's only one you. I I don't know. I mean, there are people in my school that I like to compare myself to. Right, but why? Even I don't I just when I look at a person, I think that they look so much better than me. I think looks also have like a big part in like compare Pairing, uh, I compare myself to my siblings a lot because, you know, like I look up to them. I See, mean- and you you took it away from me because <laughs> no, because it's just learning that difference in mm-hmm. the mindset. You know, it's like you look up to your siblings. Yeah, you know, it's like it's okay to look up to mm-hmm. people. It's okay to have heroes. Yeah, you know, you shouldn't want to be them, but it's okay to be like them. Yeah. But the only person you should be like is you. Yeah. Because there's only one you. You know, and when you decide to be like your sisters or you want to be like your brother, then you give your mama two of the same kids and she can't deal with that. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But no, seriously, now you're becoming somebody you're not. Yeah. And then I understand why you want to kill yourself because you're not living as you. (laughs) Seriously. Yeah, point. Right. Because when you start to live in those shoes that don't belong to you then you're not living for you no more Uh right so that's it's okay to be you you're beautiful beautiful (laughs) at 15 beautiful girl you're gonna grow and you're gonna change and this ain't gonna be the last way you look you know but all of that is part of your existence your you madison Maddie, Mumu, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's just you. You can't compare yourself to nobody else. Yeah. They didn't wake up the way you woke up. They didn't come out the same vagina that you came <laughs> out of. <laughs> yeah, they did all come out of the same. Well, I'm talking about people. people. Oh, okay. Sorry. I'm talking about like that because she was saying people at school and stuff yeah. too. Yeah, definitely. And then also, you never know what you don't see. Uh-huh. You can be asking for somebody's life who's being molested at home who's being beat at home. See, people are really good about covering up their scars. And you could just want to be like somebody whose scars are worse than yours Mm -hmm. because it's out there, Uh you know? And it's a crazy lesson to learn. And do I want you to learn it today? Yes. Will you? Probably not, you know? But you have to be authentically you in life. It's the only way that you're not going to care and care enough at the same time. Yeah. You know, because if people can tell you what to do, then they can tell you what to do. But if they can't tell you what to do, then they can't tell you what to do. And there is a difference. Yeah. You know, and you have to like understand that. It's okay to admire people. It's okay to say, I want to have this aspect of a person, but you're not going to do it the same way they do ever. 
you know? Yeah. Nothing. It's not, it's not going to happen. You know? Sorry, go ahead, Rebecca. Rebecca's like... <laughs> no, I was just sitting here thinking, I've got to think of something to say so that... I should you know, have. Yeah, so that there's something else said. <laughs> I don't know. I, just, well, I also think that people don't know... The people that are bullying her and putting her down don't realize what of a strong girl she actually is because she did go through a lot. She had lost an aunt on suicide. She, you know, her grandmother moved to a totally different part um, that she grew up with. Right. Um, she lost people. She just met her grandpa today. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, they may be... They're putting her down and bullying her and being mean, but they don't know what she goes through other than what they're putting her through. Right. But do you know that you survived those things? Yeah. You know, for real. I don't know. Wait, what do you mean by that? Right. Do you know, do you realize how many obstacles in your 15 years you have survived already? Yeah. And do you know that because you survived it, someone else won't need to? That's pretty dope, right? So just in surviving, you changing the world. And that's a reason to live. Yeah. Sorry, go ahead. <laughs> I, rest, I rest my case, Your Honor. I like Crystal's point, though. Keep going, right. Crystal. She's been through, um, you know, I mean, she's seen more probably than she should have seen, um, even with her dad. Uh I mean, that's a whole different topic, but... Which one? (laughs) I'm sorry, I'm sorry. (laughs) I'm I'm not sure yet. Okay. (laughs) Um, Sorry for the family, for the people out there. We're we're a family, so... No, but, I mean, not that she's lost her dad, but um, she's seen her dad go through things that... A 15-year-old shouldn't see. I mean, at this time, she was four. Um, But the bullies and stuff don't see. You may be picking on, you think, is a beautiful girl that has her life put together. But at home, they can have a different story. Like, y'all don't know who her mama is. (laughs) Right. They don't know. They don't know that she's been through. Right. I mean, she's only 15 and... I mean, like I said, an uncle, um, an aunt, like she's lost people. And these people are bullying her that, you know, maybe other kids don't have the support that she has at home to pull them through it. And you're picking on a child that when they get home, they're being beat and could commit suicide because they're not seeing past what they're doing. Well, I I just want to say kind of real quick that anybody can commit suicide. And I kind of like want to like stress that. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I mean, I think about Twitch and they say he committed suicide. I I haven't been watching anything to see if anything come out of that. But people just assumed he was the most happy person ever. Mm -hmm. And so it's just just to point that out that. Yeah, sometimes people can be pushed more than others, but anybody can commit suicide. So Mm -hmm. now that's. Definitely true. Right. If you need help, get it. Call somebody. Talk to somebody. Just there's a way. There's a way out of that. It's not meant for you to live that way. 
Right. You know, and I know that people say that, like, you ain't, you don't know what I've been through because that's what you're saying. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, no one knows what she's been through. Right. But I want you to know that you're supposed to live through all that. Mm-hmm. Right. Go ahead. Chris. It makes you strong. It makes you. But I, I want to ask you, though, do you give people the same consideration you want them to give your daughter? Like, are you preaching what you talking? I mean, I feel that not just my daughter, everybody you know, that is being bullied or any of that. I feel you don't know what a person's living. You don't know them until you're living in their shoes. I think it goes back to his original statement right when it all started. I don't know if it was this cut or the other where he said, everybody just needs to mind their own business. Exactly. They just need to live their life, live their life for themselves and focus on themselves and get through their life because like you said, they don't know what's going on in that other person's life and they could make the difference between whether or not that person wakes up the next day. Exactly. Right. I mean, she has a little sister and Maddie had sent me a picture of her little sister the other day at the bus stop. And my girl has two different shoes on, different colors. Crocs, by the way. (laughs) Crocs. Oh Lord! They know um, I hate Crocs. That's another episode. Jeans, a skirt. She was her own person, but I mean, she's seven. I know. Is it? And isn't that the scary thing? Isn't that scary right. for you to like be like, look at her being so authentic now at seven, right? And, and I'm always scared. The world is going to tell us she's weird. I'm sorry. No, and I'm always scared right. that she's going to go through what Maddie, what Maddie goes through, right? It's because she's so. She don't care. No, she doesn't. And she shouldn't have to. Yeah, and but you shouldn't either. Exactly. She and that really is the point of this. You shouldn't have to care. You are 15. You have your whole life ahead of you. And you know what? Part of that life structure is messing up. Yeah. And you it's know? society, though, unfortunately. It's not only in the schools. It's even in the workforce. It's everywhere you look. Right. And and it's even as an adult, adults don't call it bullying. They just call it Micah. They just <laughs> call it, I don't know, assholes, I guess. Yeah. But, you know, so it's everywhere you go. It's just how and how you handle it. It's that okay makes the difference. It's okay to stand up for yourself. And I think that's the, also a big lesson that I want to take away from Rebecca's story. Like, it's okay for you to stand up for yourself, yeah. however you choose to stand up for yourself. Yeah, you know, but and the only way you're gonna make a difference is sorry. It's okay. Uh (laughs) Go ahead. I just feel like if you have to stand up for yourself one way or another, that's the only way that they're gonna know that it's not okay. Yeah. Yeah. Also, know that people are not gonna change because you might stand up to a person and they somebody else will start. Yeah. But or they won't stop. Mm -hmm. You know, not everybody you stand up to is gonna stop. It can go further than it ever needs to go. But it just has to be about your mentality of like, like I'm me, like I'm me. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I want to say like you'd be like, fuck you, I'm me. But that's yeah. wrong to say to a 15 year old. But um, you know, you don't curse in your mind. But to those, <laughs> but to to wrap that this like whole story into one like bubble, pretty much what we're saying here today and what Madison's story is is that. It's not okay to be bullied. It's not okay to bully. And that if you are a bystander watching somebody be bullied, 
and not doing anything about it, in my opinion, you're almost as bad as the person doing the bullying. You are. You need to do something about it. Um, well, Madison, I am a bully. <laughs> I don't mean to be, but I bully your mama. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm being serious. I'm being serious, too. That's a sad part because y'all, I mean, and seeing you now, because it's crazy because we got you kind of off to the corner separated because I know that's how you feel from the world, right? So it was it was kind of like I, I, intentional. Yeah. You know, because it's like you're going to be comfortable mm-hmm. being secluded, but you weren't because you fidgeted the whole time using that chair. Nervous. Right? <laughs> But you're not comfortable being out there. Why? Because you have a love and support system. So you know how to be supportive. Well, you know that you have support. Mm-hmm. So you know that you're not alone. Yeah. So we're going to change chairs. <laughs> I guess we're changing chairs. <laughs> Y'all don't be looking at my ass. <laughs> <laughs> definitely not hers. <laughs> Oh my God. That's big. Mm-hmm. Your hair still look cute, girl. Let <laughs> <laughs> just bring this closer. Does that feel weird? Being in the middle? Yeah. A little bit, because I was used to that side. But... <laughs> right. But can you see yourself there? Oh, no. This is kind of... There we go. Right. Yeah. So if things are adjusted, it's a good it's a good feel. Yeah. It looks so much better in the yeah. middle. <laughs> yeah. And and you're needed, you know? And that's the thing that's important about all this. Mm-hmm. You're needed in this world. Yeah. You know, I know I didn't let you talk a lot. <laughs> I know you I get didn't. used to it. He doesn't let anybody talk a lot. Girl, I tell you, I started a podcast because I have a lot to say because I got my voice late. Mm-hmm. You know, I didn't get my voice until I was in my thirties. And all I know is like, dag, if there were people to tell me just little simple things, like to find comfort in myself, like that is some stupid stuff. We have a boss and he says every day, oh, today you have to wake up and choose to be happy. And I'd be like, this motherfucker is corny as hell. Right. But no, it's true. You can determine. You can choose to be happy. Every day to be happy. You can choose every day to be Madison. Yeah. That's what you should be choosing. Every day. Every day. To be Madison. <laughs> so we moved around, but it was okay. kind of spontaneous. It really wasn't scripted, right? <laughs> so it's okay. You there can we bring, go. Right. You can bring your mouth closer. It's okay. <laughs> oh, Jesus. That part we're going to like filter out or something. I got you, Crystal. Oh, Lord. Now, now you really act like your mama child. Oh, exactly. <laughs> but, no, but what's crazy is that you just became comfortable in the middle. Yeah. Right mm-hmm. now, you're a little different. She right? does seem a little bit more relaxed. Right, it's because you're next but, to me. <laughs> but it's also because you don't feel so secluded. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. it was us there attacking you. I know that's how it feels when you get bullied. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. just change your position. Well played. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> just change your position because bullies are not going to stop being bullies. They have the lessons that they need to learn. The unfortunate thing is that they learn it late in life, usually while they're in prison. But, sorry, I'm just playing. I don't wish that for nobody. (laughs) (laughs) But my thing is that there's a path that we all go down. And just in your path, because it is difficult, I just want you to leave here 
knowing that you're worth living Mm -hmm. because anything in life can be fixed. Anything. 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 There is (laughs) nothing in this life that can't be fixed, you know, within yourself. And you have the ability to heal you. That's an incredible thing. Why? Because can't nobody do for you what you could do for you. Yeah. Right. So it comes all to that you concept. Mm -hmm. No. Change your position. Go where it's comfortable for you. No, find love in what loves you. There's power in that. Right. A lot of power and it's strength. And it's crazy because you look up to your older siblings, but you have a little sister that looks up to you. Yeah. And she sees you in bed depressed. Yeah. And Denise. And Denise. And Denise. Right, because Crystal is a grandma, y'all. Yeah, that bitch old. Nana. <laughs> Nana. <laughs> but, um, yeah. No, seriously, though, you have someone that's looking up to you. Mm-hmm. And one thing you don't want her to do is see the moment where you're thinking about whether you're worth living. Yeah. Because a child could recognize that. Mm-hmm. You know? Like, wow, this is a dark spot. You know? This is the energy changes. So I challenge you to go back to school. What's today? Saturday. On Monday, with I don't know your head slightly higher, mm-hmm. you know, like with a little extra, yeah, with a little extra oomph in your step, mm. and be like, you know what? They're not going to bully me today, and even if they do, don't matter. Right. But know that there are also people out there that don't want to bully you. Or you can be real condescending and be like, "I'm sorry, you're having such a bad day." <laughs> Let's not do that. <laughs> People fight for less. But Actually, I'm going to tell this really quick story. It's kind of like a bullying situation. Maybe road rage bully. Road, road rage. Yeah, I'm driving on my way home to, from work, and I go to turn into the left lane, and I forget to turn on my little blinker. Turn on your blinkers, people. Um, and so I turn <laughs> And this one woman pulls up beside me and she rolls down her window and she screams at me and tells me what your piece of shit doesn't have a blinker. And she is like screaming at me, swearing, screaming. I don't do anything, but I keep my hands on 10 and two and I look over at her and I I literally just want to say to her, did you have a bad day? <laughs> I'm sorry. Did you just have a bad day? Because she was out of her mind. Yeah. People are just crazy. They need to just relax. Or they could just be having bad days. Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Just relax. I did not harm you. I did not cause your bad day. But if you felt better by yelling at me, then okay. Right. And it's kind of cool Oof. that you had that moment that you feel like you didn't need to do nothing. I didn't. I she I kept my window up, looked over at her. Right. She, I think it made her I more angry, though. I mean, because it's funny, you know, it's like people are crazy. We live in a miserable world. I mean, it's such yeah, a hard time. Bad. I can imagine growing up in this world. You know, I always think about like, I feel like our world was destroyed after 9-11 because then the generation that was brought up after 9-11 spent every year watching people jump out of buildings. Yeah. As we did 9-11 tributes. That is some trauma shit. Like we said, he has teaching trauma to kindergartens because we want to show respect to the dead. But really the dead, though they need their respect, they need it in a different way. They need us to show life. You Are know they still doing a moment of silence in schools? Uh, yeah. Yeah. Right. They, like when the announcement's done after we stand for the pledge, they just like say moment of silence. Right. Yeah. yeah. I, I mean, mean, which we should always have. I think we should have a moment of silence now. Right. 
Was that intended? Yeah, it was. <laughs> Real? Okay. I just wanted to I show mean, y'all that I ain't had to break the silence. Rebecca broke it. But no, seriously, we, we and paying respects to all. But my thing is that it's tough to grow up in society yeah. where you get to see so much hatred and so much hurt and so much pain. And there's kids bringing guns to school. And, and you know, that's the reason why I say, no, do not, let's not go the violent route because now people don't kick, they shoot, you know? Yeah. And it's like, we teach you that you're worth living. So it's like live that life first, you know, mm-hmm. and I and I'm sorry if this came into like to be like an anti suicide campaign, but it just hurts me that you felt that way a few days, mm-hmm. you know, and and it's like, you know, and bullying isn't just based around suicide. I mean, it affects the mental health of of a person in a hundred different ways, yeah. and I don't know if we touched on that a lot or not, but. I mean, it can affect a person all the way up through adulthood. Um, it can affect what kind of job they get, um, what kind of person they become. They become a Unabomber, um, you know, that school shooter, or whatever the case may be. Bullying could literally lead to that. So I just wanted to, you know, bullies just build bullies. Exactly. You know, and I guess it's, I just wanted to mention that I felt that that was important to note that, you know, it doesn't just lead to suicide. Suicide, suicide isn't the topic of today. Um, it became the topic because you feel that way. Yeah. Yeah. But it is important to note that if you feel any way, mental health is important, you know, get that help you need there has wherever to, it is there has to be one person in your life you trust right and sometimes just trust the stranger i trust everybody with my story i'm gonna get to you you gonna listen you betcha right I, look it's funny because i was flying and um i had my headphones and i usually bring a, mm-hmm. my tablet with me to watch movies but this girl keeps interrupting my movie to talk so i'm like like, if you're going to interrupt, no, we about to talk for the next three hours. Like, you about to have something to talk about because you interrupted me. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I'll go out looking for it. But if you ask for it, your ass going to get it. Right? But still, find someone to talk to. Back to Rebecca's point. It's There has to be somebody you trust. And if there's not, take a chance on trusting somebody. Right. You know, because that's the only way you're going to make it through life is by trusting yourself. And you can't trust yourself when you're having thoughts that you shouldn't be having reach out to somebody like there there's help throughout this whole episode you'll probably see many websites and phone numbers and people you can call and people you could contact because like rebecca said it's just any type of bullying i mean going home laying in bed at 15 feeling like you're depressed like i don't even do that now you know it's, it's like don't let your whole life pass you because this is supposed to be happy time. This is supposed to be some of the best times in your life. Mm-hmm. And we say that. And my, when I was 15, I was living the most horrible life ever. You know, but it shouldn't have been that way. Yeah, people say, it's just high school. You know, high school is a big thing. High school helps you become who you're going to be. Yeah. Who, the kind of person you're going to be in society. What you, who you're going to, like, how you're going to contribute to society. High school is important. So if you're a bully, stop it. And if you're being bullied, get help. If you're a bully, get help. Yep. Uh, yeah, actually, yes. Good point, Micah. Get like help. I said earlier, I think that a lot of the bullies um, have issues themselves. Right. So they're yeah. trying to target because it kind of makes them feel better. The other person is feeling their pain. 
Right. They right. want that person to feel as bad as they do. I mean, don't allow that's just a guess because I've never been a bully. Like, don't let people take hand to God. You know, you can give people your power, and that's a sad part of this life. You know, we there are leaders and their followers, and unfortunately, people do follow. There's a lot of followers out here. And, and if you follow, if it's right for you, cool, whatever. Like, whatever rocks your boat. I'm just yeah. all inclusive. We just need to live together and just realize that we all living together and we're just living. Yeah. And it really is that simple. But what's the whole point of that? Living. Yeah. <laughs> you know? But what I'm trying to say, though, is like, yeah, you, it's cool. Continue to call your mom. Text your people when you're feeling fucked up. You can reach out to me. You can reach out to Rebecca. You can just reach out to the world. Somebody will talk to you if you need to be talked to. I'm sorry about making this about suicide, stuff like that, because it's not the point about this. Still, you had those thoughts. I felt like it was important to touch on. Crystal, you agree? Did you know about this? I'm sorry. You find out new stuff today? (laughs) Like, are you going to go home and cry? (laughs) Um, (laughs) No, I'm sorry. (laughs) No, no. Don't apologize. Girl, let's see one thing. There you go messing up. Don't apologize. Why you apologize for being perfect, you? You got to apologize. I always apologize. Why? For being perfect, you? I don't know. I just, I don't know. I always apologize. Even when it's just like something like. Not for being perfect, you. Right. <laughs> don't apologize. It's the um, unsure part of you. Right. It's the, um, what's the word I'm looking the for? Rebecca of you. Yeah. I, I do it a lot too, girl. Yeah. I just no. like make sure like. Everyone's happy. You have to be happy first. Yeah. No. I, it goes to the what? People tell me that that Sorry. I should love myself before I love anybody else. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But I don't know. I find loving people makes me like notice I'm like I'm useful. You know what I mean? No, like, it shouldn't help you notice that you're loved. Yeah. But I like that though. No. I do. You shouldn't. <laughs> it's just like I don't know, like. I love many people. Even if someone does me so dirty, like someone mm-hmm. does me so wrong, I will always forgive. Right. I'm the same way. Yeah. I, I forgive. I trust. I hold grudges. She's still mad at me now. You betcha. Look. Mm-hmm. But, you know, and that's one part of Madison is that even these bullies, I mean, her getting trash poured on her and milk poured on her in sixth grade. She became friends with the person. Oh, yeah, I did. Um, All of them. A couple of weeks ago, a kid kicked her in her stomach. It's great. And she's talking to the person. She's so forgiven and just shows what type of person she is as Karen. You need to learn some kind of worth and know that you're more important than all of that. Yeah. Like, it's, it's yes, that person is going through something. But you don't have to be the person to heal them mm-hmm. because you're broken yourself. Yeah. So you can't heal nobody else. Yeah. Like, I know. Okay. So. Mm, and know. it is okay to have boys as your friends. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. People don't yeah. get that. Like, I, even she like, must get that from her mom. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Just for instance, the one girl, um, she, Madison was hanging out with a boy. And Madison has more mm-hmm. boys as friends than girls. Yeah, that is true. And. The girl wrote all over a bridge that Madison was a whore. Oh, yeah. She's 15. You got a bridge named after you, girl. (laughs) A whole bridge. Okay, so. No, that's hurtful. I'm sorry. During the summer, I would hang out with this group of boys. One of them were my cousin, Connor. Oh, shoot. Blue. Whatever. (laughs) Uh, But 
we would just hang out and then the girl that really like the girl that was my best friend we were talking about it earlier the girl that was my best friend she wrote on the bridge calling calling me names and she would just like try to ruin my life she made up rumors about me that like are clearly would never be true and it's just like you know why would you do that um so for instance even the school um i remember getting a somebody had called me and said that um, a, one of the rumors were that Maddie was caught in herself and to hear that from a different person instead of the school, cause the school had took her in to talk to her and the school never notified me saying that it was going around that Madison was caught in herself. The school never told me. So I had to find out from a different parent that this was going around. And then of course I spoke to Madison when she came home that day, um, so it's just the rumors of just because you're hanging out with a boy or right. um, it's it's just she's 15. She's not a yeah. whore. And it's crazy that it, it came out of jealousy. Maybe yeah. your best friend liked your cousin. No, it's just okay. it's just <laughs> sorry. Sorry. But no, it's just now. Apologize for? I don't know. But right, now it's just it. like I'm not friends with any of them. They were never friends with you. They're all just like fake, fake people. Right. They always they have a mask. They like to cover themselves up right. until one thing goes wrong, and then they blame it on me. But it's not even my fault. But I'm not friends with any of them now. I only have two real friends right now. You know, you get a lot of love. It's at home. not the quantity of friends; it's the quality of right. friends. Mm-hmm. And, and and you get a lot of love at home. Yeah. You know, that's kind of evident. I mean, we knew how much you was loved because your mama won't shut the hell up sometimes. <laughs> right. But not everybody has that. Yeah. And and it's something people get jealous, mm-hmm. you know, and, and they act kind of retarded out of jealousy. Rebecca ripped up my little offer letter the other day. You betcha. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> I'm not ashamed. Ripped up my offer letter. But no, seriously though, it's it's kind of goes back to what you're saying about like it has nothing to do with you. You know, they're they're doing things. It's so hard being the consequence of other people's decisions. Yeah. You know, and in our own way, we all went through that, you know, and what Rebecca said is true. Like, do you have to fight to keep your voice, you know, by any means necessary? She just had to figure out what those means are because you need to continue to show people love and the love that you get at home and that, you know, you are worth so much. And you have a little sister that looks up to you and and see things. And you got a mom who loves you and. 18 other brothers and sisters that um, love you too. (laughs) But um, it's just in that is like, you know, take away what needs to be taken away, you know? And like, it's clear if if people don't watch around, they'll be around. You know, if they think you annoying, okay, well then I'm gonna go annoy someone else who doesn't think I'm annoying. Yeah. It's their loss. Not right. Right. It is their loss, you know, but it, and it's okay for you to go around and find your worth. You know, you can't find your worth with loss. Mm-hmm. You know, you can only find your worth with worth, yeah. <laughs> you know. So you need to go find people who are worth your time and in return, you'll be worth their time. Yeah. You know, and it's OK to actually search mm-hmm. for that. It's OK to see like, oh, I don't fit in this group. So let me go with this group. You see, know? I'm a kind of person who doesn't really say much. So when I was growing up, I had a lot of friends at first. That's a long story for another day. Um, but then 
you know, the quantity quality thing became true for me at one point in my life. And silence is like a big thing for me. I'll I'll tell you the story offline if you want to hear it, but I could only have friends that were okay with me being quiet. Though I had lots to say, but I only said it when those were willing to hear it. So though there were many people in my life that weren't okay with me being me, um, I just went on with my life and let them go their own way. And then I eventually found the people that were okay with the silence they would hear. And I'm good with it. You know, I'm good with who I am. And I'm, your mom is one of my best friends now. And Mike obviously is one of, (laughs) he's looking at me like, what you going to say? Right. One of my best friends. And, you know, I can sit perfectly in silence and that's just part of who I am. Yeah. Silence. Um. And I've grown to be okay with that myself. So it's just important to remember that you're okay with who you are mm-hmm. and let those people go and stand up for yourself, but find your best way to stand up for yourself. Yeah. And that people don't have to be in your presence hurting you and you accepting it for you to love them. You can mm-hmm. love them from a distance. You can always continue to wish people well. Yeah. You know, you don't have to be there to share that love that you have for them or that forgiveness. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not that they're not worth it. They're just not ready for it. So why are you going to keep trying to give somebody something that's not ready for it? You know, mm-hmm. so no, you go away until they're ready for it. You know, because it does come around like that. There's many stories of people now who are best friends when they're older, but hated each other in high school, mm-hmm. you know, because you grow and you mature. Maybe a lot of these people you will have conversations with. I hope that you do because it's healing in that talking. Mm-hmm. But for now, you don't have to be around it. Like, remove yourself from the situation. It's okay to be the awkward kid in the corner. You know, it's true. Because you'd rather just sit by yourself, as Rebecca says, in silence and be mm-hmm. clear. Or you would rather be around a group of people who are now talking bad about you. Yeah, I'd Silence and true to myself. Right. True to who I am. Because the only way you're going to find yourself is if you spend time with yourself. Yeah. You have to get to know who you are, you know, and it's okay to be the awkward kid in the corner, you know, because you're not awkward. <laughs> well, a little bit. I'm a little awkward, but that's and, okay. And, and you're you. And I can right. already tell this is the first time we've met in person. You're amazing. I can already tell. So anybody who is in your life is lucky to be See, in your I life. I told you I don't lie. <laughs> no, you, li- you you lie. Sometimes lie. <laughs> right. You're, You're lying right, right now. You're lying right, right. now. Right. <laughs> You're by saying she don't lie, right? But um, no, really. As we wrap this up, um, thank you for being on. Um, I'm actually gonna do what I said I do, and I'm gonna have a specialist come on, and I'm gonna have you come back. Okay. Someone who will actually give you advice that's educated and give you advice. No, that was good advice. It made me kind of change my outlook on everything. To be honest. That's cool. Yeah, that, yeah. I mean, I don't really talk to anyone like this. Like, right. And I, and that's why I want to have you on cuz your mother is going to end up killing somebody if <laughs> things don't change. And we can't have her. Right. We can't live life in our jobs without her right th- at this moment. Mm-hmm. We've really got her wedged and molded into who we want her to be at this point, don't we, Micah? We can't live without her now, right? I don't know. I think I could kind of live with her. No, I'm just <laughs> But no, in the beginning of the show, I said you were a co-host. Yeah. 
Is there any questions that you have for us? Any of us, including your mama? Mom. Yes. What's your opinion on this? Like, how does it make you feel? Well, I mean, hon, you know <laughs> how I, I feel about what you went through um, every single day of coming home and me walking in with you crying. It can, it hurts because not any mother would want to see their child go through that. Um, not even just anybody that cares about you wouldn't want to see you go through that. Um, and even though I say I'm going to go there and, you know. Do things that I, we don't need to say on air. Yeah. You know, when that one girl does turn uh, a certain age, I will be. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, that's, you know, that's, that's gonna, my reaction. We're going to edit that part out because, uh, no, you don't need to do that uh-huh. at all. She don't know who she is. Um, however, though, I did kind of want to take a moment before mm-hmm. we end officially to tell parents check in on your kids yes yes talk to your kids there are people feeling like this that don't have a support system i think that i okay i know a lot of parents when they talk to their children about mental health it do it does end up in argument right i have a feeling like i i i feel like if you talk about how you feel it always ends up in an argument so what do you think that parents can do i think they should just hear them out. Don't say anything until they're done talking and just let them feel like loved by you. You know what I mean? Right. Like parents, I feel like if you take your anger out on a child, it's just going to make you make the child pull away from you. You know what I mean? Right. Like you, like I think parents are supposed to be people that you trust the most. Right. In life. And then if if you just yell at them and take your anger out, throw things, you know, tell them like all this stuff, it's just going to make them not want to talk to you. You know what? And it's it's really bad because your generation has a big responsibility. Yes. So we grew up in a generation where things didn't get talked about. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, it's what ha- happened in this house stayed in this house, yep. you know, or yep. you don't tell people your business, you know, yep. or you don't do this, you don't do that. So. You know, it's it's hard to hear. I don't have kids, so I'm kind of assuming based on other people's experiences. But I know that sometimes now when your kid, like, comes with something, it's it's like trauma. Yeah. And it's like a shock. At, no, we don't talk about that. Yeah. And that's kind of where the anger comes through. But that's a system that needs to be broken. And it's kind of your generation's responsibility to break it because you're not scared of talking. Yeah. You know, we think about TikTok and Facebook and there's kids going viral and it's really just talking and telling their story. So there are people, unfortunately, in this world who don't have parents who are willing to listen. But kids continue to talk. Yeah. Find that person that you can talk to. If unfortunately is not your parent, it is somebody that's good in this world that will give you some good advice or just listen. And and that's sometimes all we need is just someone to listen because we don't always want someone to fix our problems. We just want to be able to talk it out to ourselves, but you, so that we can fix it ourselves. So that was really dope that you brought that up. Perfect. Right. But also, you know, for people who out there who don't have the parent that you has, um, that you have, 
Um, that was English right there. Um, like still, there's people to talk to. So, like once again, let's just have have the conversation. Um, and just a side note, it's not Facebook for this this generation. Yeah, it's not Facebook. Yeah, it's TikTok, Instagram. Instagram is I don't I don't use Instagram. Oh Lord, it's not Instagram either. It's TikTok and what? Snapchat. Oh, I know. I know. So the other day. Maddie was messaging and I'm like, do you use, do you communicate in any other way besides Snapchat? She's like, no. Wait, I was like, do you even it? have their phone number? Yeah, like, well, <laughs> I have, okay, I have everybody's phone numbers. It's just, I, people don't text me on iMessage, so I just text them on Snapchat and then we just FaceTime on yeah. regular FaceTime. Well, however you communicate and just communicate. Okay. <laughs> I know. It's See, just... my two, my best friends live in different states. Oh, okay. So like. My best friends do. So like, I can't just like be like, oh, I'm coming over and then talk to them. Right. So I always have to like, you know. Beg mommy to drive you to Connecticut yep. every weekend. <laughs> well, you know what? As long as you're talking. Yeah. And, and that's cool. Talk to whoever you need to talk to. And. You know, if like she said, if, if you don't take away nothing else, we need help. If you're being bullied, get help. If you're right. bullying, get help. Parents, check on your kids. Definitely. Do check in with them. You should do weekly check-ins. I don't know. Maybe this should be a calendar. I'm speaking as a non-parent, but person who knows people that got a lot of kids, like Crystal. <laughs> no, I just, all of my friends have kids. kids. Uh, 18, 18, 18, y'all. She got 18. She just has fives. But, um, and a grandbaby. But um, for real, we thank you for watching. This episode was probably the most uncomfortable, confusing episode oh. ever for me. But it's because I was trying to remember that you were 15. Thanks for being on. It's really dope that you came up here and did this. I'm going to ask you to come back and I'm going to okay. do what I said. I'm going to have a specialist up here. Someone who can give you some maybe answers that yeah. I couldn't give you because um, they went to school. Don't mean they're right. Mm-hmm. you know, you're going to find out what's the truth for you. Yeah. But I would like you to have some options. So I'm going to ask you to come back on. Y'all, Rebecca is going to be here for the season, even though she had the little attitude early on and was like, <laughs> there may be situations where I'm not always on because of schedule conflicts. I just wanted to rub that in. Yeah, she likes rubbing that you know, in. Whatever. For one episode without her. You know what I'm saying? Ugh. And now she ready to leave. No, <laughs> you know, but mm, no, you'll see a lot of Rebecca. This. You'll see a lot of Rebecca um, this season. And actually, you'll see her in episodes where she does partake a little more. I think I made her uncomfortable this time. <laughs> no comment. But uh, Crystal, thank you for allowing us to borrow your daughter. It's really, really dope. Um, we hope that this conversation helps. But one thing that's important is that we're going to bring you back on and we're going to see the growth. And I think that's going to be what's cool. Yeah, you know that people are gonna be able to see you grow on this podcast, and we're gonna offer any assistance that you need. You know, because yeah. you are meant to be here, you're important, and you are gonna change this world. But how are you gonna do that? By being yourself and being yourself. Yeah, right. So, and it's okay to find love in that, and it's not gonna change tomorrow. You're not gonna go home tomorrow magic. Like, oh, I don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. <laughs> you know, but eventually, yeah. don't give a fuck what nobody thinks. You know. And with that, thank you guys for watching, and we will see you next week, season 2.5, our premiere episode with Maddie Moo Moo Madison. (laughs) (laughs) Rebecca, co-host this season, Crystal producing, back there pushing buttons and whatnot, (laughs) even though, as you saw in the beginning of this, she's still learning. (laughs) And me, I'm just going to be here to talk. 
So uh, I'll talk to you next time. We'll Bye. see you guys. Bye. Bye. <laughs>